Hi, I'm Gemma Bonnet-Kolokowska and today we're going to be talking about rebranding. With rebranding it's important to think very openly when you're going to when you're thinking about commencing a rebrand project. So what I'd like to do for this presentation is um, grab a pen, a piece of paper and a cup of tea, settle down, uh, take your time going through this um, and obviously contact me for any questions afterwards and I hope you enjoy it. I'm just going to move over to the presentation screen. It's fine going to move a little bit now. Disappear onto the right hand side of your screen so we can go through the presentation. So the big question and one that we're here to listen to is about the rebranding and if it's a good idea or not. So let's start at the very top. Simple question everybody wants to know is what is a rebrand? Uh, a rebrand is quite simply an alteration of a corporate image, the alteration of a company's image. And the image isn't just a visual image such as the logo. It can be a whole host of other elements that relate to that as well. <clears throat> so starting with what is a brand? My definition of what a brand is, is when a brand encapsulates every aspect of a company and ensures the ethos and essence is consistent and relevant. Fundamentally, as we look at what a brand is, and this is taken from the brand wheel by Martin O'Toole, sorry, the core of a brand um, is, the, is the central part of it. And there's lots of um, layers and circles around it that resonate out, all having an impact on how a brand is perceived. A brand isn't simply a logo, it's far more than that. It's about your culture and your values and your tone of voice and, and what your brand position is and what you're actually trying to achieve. So you're defining yourself and then bringing that to life. So also when you're looking at research as well, a brand obviously needs a two-way feedback. So it needs feedback from your uh, prospective customers and also from your existing customers and also from your internal stakeholders. So when you have a brand, it fundamentally um, covers far more than just the logo. You want to look at everything that impacts on the perception of a particular brand itself. And the, the more of a strong impact that you have, uh, the more successful the brand will be. So branding is when you are defining yourself, you're defining your identity. It's how people are seeing you, the perception of you. And that is taken on board by all the messaging that you put together. Yes, your image, um, how you are presenting yourself, but also how you are communicating, the words you are using, the language you are using, and how even your employers are going out and talking to potential customers and, and creating and influencing. Um, so they people walk away with a really positive um, feel towards your brand. So you're trying to provoke a response. Do that through campaigns, uh, advertising, um, the, the direct communication to those customers, or obviously social media content. Everything is there to provoke a response. And the, re the response fundamentally is to get people to and understand your brand and want to buy from you. That's what we're trying to achieve is to make sure that the company can be successful financially and the brand is really influencing how that is perceived in order to make sure um, all departments and investors understand what, what the goal is and that is resonating with those customers you are trying to communicate to. What a brand is not, a brand is not the product and it is not the service and it's not what you say it is. When I ask people, um, tell me about your brand and we'll come on to a task shortly and uh, when we go through that task I'll be asking you some questions to consider and think about first couple are quite straightforward but I really want you to really dive in and be really honest and truthful as to where you are now with your brand and if you come out and you say something like oh we are the leading uh, we're the leading this and this is this uh, this section that's great but you need to ensure that you're not just talking about that one product that you're talking on a bigger scale than that 
And also this is coming, talking about the not what you say it is. Uh, this comes back to the brand wheel that I, I showed you briefly at the start. And with the brand wheel I mentioned about the research, it's very important to know what your customers and potential customers are saying about you because what they say and what your messaging you're putting across should be mirrored. You can't force somebody to have uh, an opinion of you. You have to really influence them on what you're trying to achieve so that the messaging is, is really on point with what you're trying to do. So why do they matter? Things have changed quite a lot nowadays, and we know that the, the landscape now is, is so competitive. People are flooded with options and, and the abilities to select so many different brands, and the market is flooded with, with all of them. So how do you how do you get to the top making sure that on that pile of all those different health clubs or boutiques or hotels or um or car showrooms how do you ensure that the brand that you have and you're working on is right at the top of, of the of the of the mountain to make sure that people can see you and you're a beacon and everyone knows who you are you've got to connect you need to connect with the, with your customers and those potential this is why it matters you need to form and retain relationships because that impacts the brand value and the aim is, is obviously to make as much money but also to make sure the brand is protected and uh, people can feel confident that what they're buying from you is is quality uh, and that you have an emotional understanding as to what your customers actually want from you when you're talking about relationships with customers you're looking at thinking about advocates and promoters you want to move people and we know the mps we want to move people through that process so they're not detractors and they're not having creating you any uh, they're not um, they're not creating you any issues within your brand itself and what you're doing you want to really look after these advocates and promoters and use them to make sure your brand continues to develop and grow as well so retaining and forming relationships <clears throat> We all know when you have a, have a business that you have a, a plan as to how long you want to engage with a customer. You need to make sure that you are taking that customer through that journey that you've laid out very clearly with your team or, or yourself if you're self-employed in a small business. You would have laid out how you want people to flow through what you are providing, what your brand is giving them. And from that, you need to ensure that as many of those people get to that endpoint that you want them to as seamlessly and carefully planned out as possible. Because the better it is for the customer, that the smoother that transaction and that relationship that you have will obviously ensure that people are staying with you. So you're fundamentally driving your sales, but really protecting the brand at the same time. So why does it matter? It's a competitive landscape. You've got to be up there. You've got to be the beacon. The brand that you have has to be the best. You're trying to drive people to understand what your message is. You need to connect with them emotionally. Um, previously within marketing, you were very much talking about um, very clear, it will provide you with this, this, and this. Very listed. Now it's more about that. People want to feel something and because we are human beings and that's become so important in our buying processes and how we feel and think. Quite simply now, one size doesn't fit all. And you need to be able to adapt for that. And we are for everyone. I hear this a lot when people are talking about their brand. And I ask them, you know, who are you talking to? Oh, we're just for everyone. Okay, well, the best thing to do is work out who you are communicating to. Because if you're going to do a rebrand, you need to really ensure you nail that. So these people on here are all very different. They have different aspirations have different motivate they're motivated by different things they enjoy different activities and sports and leisure time some are more family orientated some are not so the whole buying purchases are very different the way they think about how they're going to buy something or the need they have for a certain brand um, and what they're actually in what they're actually uh, kind of 
when they're seeing a brand they they want to feel something with it so they will these people ultimately uh, going down the circles a bit with this one what i'm trying to say is that you need to ensure that you know who your market is you need to ensure that is it the lady in the top right hand corner is it the guy on the left is it the older lady the senior woman know who you're talking to because if you are going to appeal to one of these or two of these or three of these you need to ensure that your message is clear for that individual that you are talking to. One size doesn't fit all, one message doesn't fit all. If you're going to communicate with more people, make sure the message is correct. So the big question, so we've got a bit of a background on understanding what a brand is. We've talked about um, defining yourself and looking at you know, a brand being an identity and a perception. And what we've talked about is that a brand is also what a brand is not. You've got to think bigger with this. The brand wheel was a great example. And it's always a good idea to go back to that throughout this presentation, um, just to really help you get a feel of the bigger part of, of the essence of a brand itself. And we know that one size doesn't fit all. And we know we're going to talk about our communication, connecting with our potential customers and also nurturing those customers that we have already to move them through the cycle to bring us again to make our company as valuable as possible from a brand value, but also from the accounts books. So what I want you to do before we go into deciding whether you should rebrand is I just want you to focus. When you're going through this type of process, the key thing you want to do is focus, 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 pause, pause, pause and breathe. It's very important when you're going through this because there'll be things that'll be coming from different directions when you're going through a rebrand that you might not have considered and you have to be very open uh, and be working, willing to work with your team, collaborating um, to really drive the, the, the juices flowing to help you with this type of this type of work. So I just want 34 seconds of your time. I want you to clear your mind, grab your cup of tea and just watch the video for 34 seconds. So now moving forward to understanding whether we should whether whether you should be looking at rebranding. One of the things within that video at the end is thinking about being purposeful. That's really important as you go through this to keep yourself focused on your end goal. So when you define yourself and you want to rebrand, there's things that people consider the rebrand. Is it because there could be some very obvious reasons you want to rebrand? Sorry. So you might feel that your image um, doesn't really fit within your market or it's not clear enough people aren't understanding you'll only know this from doing your, your market research and you ask your internal teams as well your internal stakeholders and your investors you ask those these same questions so you can work out is everybody aligned or not because what you might find is that you're you have a very you might have a disconnect and, and that disconnect could easily be improved by simply 
a better internal communication system or just simply changing your redefining your um, your target market and knowing who they are and communicating very differently that might not be a full rebrand you might feel actually just got to make some tweaks and then we'll we'll go back so when you're always doing marketing you should always be looking at what you're doing testing and measuring always measure otherwise you don't know if anything's successful or not so really question everything that's being delivered to to make sure that you are getting the results you want <clears throat> if you're going for a bigger rebrand and you're going yep we're going to change the image we need to relook at our brand essence so this being our, our logo um our kind of our pillars what we stand for our mission statement our values our our culture our brand our brand position statement and this really this section here on this is really relating to the brand position statement because within your brand position statement question one two and three should be answered so if you have a brand position statement go and get it have it with you pull it up and make sure you have a look at it and read it and think, hmm, is that true right now? Does that work for us? Or have we shifted? So get a piece of pen, a piece of pen, a piece of paper and a pen, or a tablet, where however you take your notes. And I want you to go through these questions one by one. Clear your mind and write down who you are. Write down what you do. And then write down, which is the hardest one out of all of them, is why does it matter and to whom? Are you for everyone? Or actually, do you have a very clear market who are right now your cold customers? Actually, we should be looking after them and maybe looking at focusing more of our efforts towards those to, to get a better, um, a, a better relationship with those people and the potential uh, yield that's out there of that particular market. Why does it matter? Tough, tough one. Have a think about it. Have a look at your brand position statement if you haven't. If you haven't had one, this is going to be perfect for you, uh, simply because a rebrand would be allows you to focus all of your strategy and your marketing effectively. Be that for your marketing teams or for your or for every department to know, you know having an identity is really really key. So write these three things down. Now, what I want you to do is we need to talk about does it actually does your current brand reflect these answers? So you've looked at your brand. You've written down your answers to these three questions. Now I want you to be really honest with yourself. I want you to think about the identity that you have. Does the identity you have, the brand, marry up with question one and question two? Is the perception there? Have you got a strong perception? Can people relate to you by seeing your brand? Do you provoke a response? Do they make do they make sense when you're looking at them? I've written my brand position statement and which are effectively these three questions. I've written that and I've had a look at it and actually no, I don't think it is provoking a response and it's not the right response. Is the brand a living, breathing thing? Oh yes, it is, 100%. A brand will continually evolve. So when you're suddenly looking at a potential rebrand and you're thinking, hmm, I'm trying to fit this 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 brand into this this position. But actually, I've got a. I, I, it's not because the peg's the wrong size. You, you need to ensure that you are slotting into everything perfectly because a brand needs to live and breathe and change because it has all these different cogs and mechanisms that are constantly evolving and changing. And you need to make sure that it is evolving with your customer and in the market. You think about all the all the um, companies out there that have rebranded. They've done it not because they want to spend a lot of money. They've done it because they've seen there's an opportunity that they can actually be bigger by rebranding. They've seen because they might have looked at something and gone, yeah, actually, there's a there's a market opportunity there for us. And we want to go for that. We've gone through points one, two and three and we've we've looked at it and thought, yeah, we can go and get that. 
Amazon, great example. Diversified massively, rebranded in 2002, I think it was. And from that, they changed so much because they, they altered what they were doing so dramatically. And because they saw the opportunity and it's now a living, breathing thing. And Amazon is, is so well connecting with its customers, with factories that have been open where you can go and do tours, you can understand the Amazon way. They have taken that brand and they have made it into something living and breathing. And it's recognizable and it has a very clear identity, it provokes a response. And as you know, with Amazon, it's communication all the time. There's two way and there is a very strong relationship because you need to feel it. You need to feel that you have a connection. So you've written your answers to one, two and three. Now think about, does this now marry where I am now? If the answer is actually no, I don't think that um, we are aligned and we need to really consider a rebrand. Brilliant. Let's keep going. If not, don't worry. Keep going. So I've got some great reading reading tips for you at the end of this, which would be fantastic for takeaways at the end of this uh, end of presentation. So when you're looking to rebrand, you need a team. Now, you might be self-employed. You might have a, a small club and you're a PT with a small club. Or you just you might have a family-run business and there's a few of them. And you're actually happy with where you are. But you do need more than one person, ideally, to help you, even if you're doing it on your own, to have a second voice, to have someone else talk to you. This helps you ensure that you are on track with what you're doing because you need to look outside of where you are right now to get this right. You need to have someone who plays a bit of devil's advocate, who questions things. That's really, really important for you guys when you're going through this. You need a team. And within that team, you need to collaborate. So if you're going to rebrand, collaboration. Don't just have one person. You cannot have one person either be the CEO or the COO of a, of a, or the owner of a company going, we are going to rebrand. I have decided we are going to rebrand. And everybody in the room is sitting there going, God, it sounds like a really big project. And then it's kind of well, the question being, why? Why do we need to rebrand? Well, I just don't like the way this is working. Okay. And then someone else is going, oh, actually um, i think we're doing okay I, I don't understand i've done the research and we're connecting really well with our customers so you need to make sure that if you have made the decision to rebrand that you have explained the very clear reason as to why because if you haven't as soon as you start it will potentially fail because the whole point of a brand is that everybody is part of this living breathing thing everybody is understanding the tone of voice and the language and the culture and a culture of being in a collaborative culture is so important so for this you need to make sure that you have a good team and that you have explained your reasons and you are all on board that a rebrand is the right thing to do teamwork some of you might have heard of Edward de Bono. He's done various things that will pop up when you go through other business, you know, studying business. It's not just marketing, it's it's general business, business overall. With Edward de Bono's, he's basically came up with the thinking hats. You can find them quite easily if you search, search through any search engine with, with your preferred choice. And within the Edward de Bono's thinking hats, and this is something I use with clients when I've got them in a room or we're on a now virtual, virtual Zoom meetings, etc. Um, from this, we try and work out what member, what person within the room has what colour hat. And these hats relate to how they are going to process, how they're going to think and how they're going to work um, within the team that's set up. The ideal is to have as many different of those hats in, in the one room as possible. Having one colour hat for everybody and you walk into a room and you're trying to do a rebrand or any particular project for that matter, and you find that everybody in a room has a yellow hat. They are all yellow thinking people. Okay, that could cause us some problems. So try and ensure that you have a really good mix of people within the room. 
And from that as well, with the thinking hats, one thing to consider, and this is very important, is that you are respecting everybody's view. Everybody's view when you're going through this project is fundamental. It's important because they need to have a voice and feel they've been understood and had part in this project. So understand the Edward Bono's thinking hats and align and make sure that the team you're working with has a good mixture of thinking hats and be aware that everybody's opinion is important. Structure. There's a really good book, which I'm going to mention at the end, um, which is has a very basic laid out process as to how you rebrand. And it's not just there's not just rebranding. There's got marketing strategy or brand strategy in there. Um, and it's got a and a, there's also a section about research and they're very bite sized little bits of snippets of information, um, which you can have a look at. And it gives you a guide as to what's going to happen. The detail around each one is very intricate. And this is where working with a team that are confident in what they're going to do is is is, is going to help you through this to make it as is as a pleasant and a fun uh, activity project to do um, not just something that's going to be very uh, you know like pulling teeth which is nothing worse when you're doing that type of project so structure and understanding the structure what we're going to start with how we're going to do it and moving your way through is really important and those people who work in any branding or, or oversee rebranding will be very clear about how they move through that to help you so structure is important understanding is another one this comes back to Edward de Bono's thinking hats and commitment. Commit to your time plan. Commit to the structure. Commit to ensure that there's always open thinking and collaboration and moving forward. So am I going to rebrand? Only you can answer that question from going through this information. It's a good starting point if you're thinking to rebrand. Consider who you're going to have in your team. Consider the three, who you are, what you do, why does it matter and to whom. Don't have one message for all. Structure your messages. Think about your images and what you're going to deliver. Reading. So when you're going to do this project, or even if you're just interested in branding, these are four key books that I would always recommend for people to have a look at. The one on the far right, Brand Identity, uh, with the Pantone card on the front, this is really important when you start to go through your design phase. You will have to work with a design team, either you will have in-house designers or you'll be outsourcing your design when you're wanting to establish your, your visual identity. Again, this comes back to commitment and collaboration and teamwork. Understanding how a designer will think. A creative person thinks very differently um, to, to other um, people, such as people potentially in accounts who are very focused on very clear facts and information. Designers like to be free when they're going through work. And I think it, there's kind of this stereotyped there, which is not to say there's anything wrong with people who work in different departments whatsoever. I think it's just you have to be very clear of the types of people you're working with and how they think, going back to Edward de Bono their skill set and their knowledge. So a designer will clearly go through a structure and a process with you. And this book allows you to understand what that looks like, what that looks like. And then you can feel more confident in where you're going with it. It's always really important to understand what other people's roles are within this project or within a rebrand, because then there's it's very clear and there's no confusion when you get towards the end or there's been a miss, uh, you know, a brief hasn't been written correctly or something's not coming through and you've got this idea in this design, it's not being, it's not coming through. Why am I not getting this right? What are they not understanding? This book will really help you with that a little bit. The next one is Designing Brand Identity. This is a really good book. This is the one that I mentioned in terms of structure. 
very basic snippets you're not going to become uh, have a degree in marketing from reading it it's not designed for that it's really there to help you understand those processes Within the book as well, there's a lot of information about different brands and the rebranding processes they've gone through and the history of brands as well. That's quite an interesting read um, once you're getting on to the starting of this type of project because it allows you to see what other people have done and the success. Within that, it does talk briefly about brand value. And I'm going to mention brand value because I discussed that on one of my slides earlier. And with the brand value, uh, Coca-Cola, um, talk about resonating of brands, it is worth 70 billion US dollars as a brand value. You've got Disney, again, a connection response. They've built a fantastic brand and what they're doing, they're diversified throughout. And they've always created such a beautiful, emotive response when you see Disney. You've heard Disney and you feel warm. Wow. What a, what a perception to have for a brand, to someone to say the name and you feel happy and warm. Um, and it's it brings back so many memories for people. It's fantastic the way they've done it. And their brand value right now at the moment is 1717 billion US dollars. So being getting your brand right is really, really important because the return can be significant. The other two books on here are actually little bite-sized reads, again, um, very easy to run through and this is good if you are going through this project to get a couple of these books and let the team read them let the teams understand and get their head in the right place as to understanding why branding is important why is it going to make an impact on our business is this just a pointless exercise and a waste of money because some people will still feel like that and if that is the case maybe it's not the right time to rebrand or certainly if you want them as part of the team and you're trying to you know, you're trying to negotiate a way through because you feel this is right for the company. You've gone through your three defining yourself questions. And something's not quite right. That's not working. Get people to read these. Talk to people about this information. And it will really help you dramatically to understand how this how this could work for you. I hope you enjoyed the presentation. Very to the point. Um, very skimming in terms of what we're trying to achieve but the key thing from it is that as a, as a takeaway for today in terms of this presentation knowing what a brand is and knowing what a brand isn't knowing why brands are so important and how they can naturally impact on your business and the success of your business understanding your identity and defining yourself having three clear questions that you can focus on to check where you are positioning and if you are if you are in the right place or not think about brands as being bigger they're not just a logo. They are far bigger than that. And you've got to bring it all to life. And that's the important part. Communicating, research, relationships, emotive responses, all positive power actions towards your brand is the key. If there's a gap, you're disconnected and you want to rebrand, then this is a good starting point for you. Books are there which are really helpful. Some fantastic, fantastic four books I've mentioned. And make sure you have a brilliant team around you because if you get a dream team working with you, it's not just the end result that's good, it's the learning and the journey through it, which is just so rewarding. It's so rewarding too. Thank you for your time. I'm Gemma Bonnet-Kolokowska and my email address is on there. Have a fantastic day and uh, see you soon. <laughs>